You're listening to the Technology for Mindfulness podcast, episode 85, hosted by me, Robert Plotkin. Today, I'll be sharing four tips for managing distractions in work and life. You can find more tips on our blog at technologyformindfulness.com about how to be more focused, productive, creative, and happy using technology. And sign up for our mailing list to receive a free guide on how to find balance and manage your technology use with mindfulness. In a time of uncertainty and rapid change, finding balance in work and life has become more challenging than ever before. Distractions can extend beyond interruptions from technology. It can be really hard to stay focused for long periods of time. However, there's a lot more you can do to improve your ability to focus on one thing at a time and to cut distractions down for good. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss how you can reduce distractions and improve your ability to focus on one task at a time. My first tip is to pre-plan your day. This is a simple point that's incredibly important. The reason that pre-planning your day is so useful for reducing distractions is because of the shift it creates in your mind when those distractions arise. If you haven't planned your day, Whenever a distraction comes up, you're more likely to be drawn into whatever attracts you to that distraction. After all, your mind will tell you, what's the harm of doing this thing that I'm being distracted by? Without having a plan in place, it will be harder for you to see how turning to that attractive distraction could set you back and cause you to have to work longer or to have to reschedule other tasks that you had planned for the day. In contrast, when your day is planned out and you're working towards a goal, when that same distraction comes up, you'll be more likely to remember and have present in your mind the things that you've planned to get done and why you want to do them, which can help to create just the right amount of motivation for you to stay focused on what you're already doing instead of turning towards the distraction. And if you're thinking that it won't be possible for you to stick perfectly to your plans, you're right. Life happens. Things change. Things come up that you can't predict. And you will almost certainly have to deviate from your plans, probably frequently. But that isn't a reason not to plan at all. If you do come up with a plan, you at least have something to work towards. And if you even stick to only 80% of your plan, 70% of your plan, even 50% of your plan, you'll probably get way more done and feel better than if you had no plan at all and spent your day letting yourself be drawn to whatever was most attractive to your mind during each moment. So don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, as the saying goes. And when you find at the end of the day that your day didn't go completely as you had planned, use your mindfulness practice to let any feelings of self-judgment about that go. It might be helpful to see your plans as a way to enable you to spend your day in a way that balances planning with spontaneity. You'll probably have to experiment to find the balance that works best for you. 
And for an example of an effective system for pre-planning your day and your life for reduced distractions and more productivity, check out The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran. You'll find a link to this in the show notes. My second tip, which we've discussed many times before on this podcast, is to manage your notifications. According to a recent study, the average person gets about 63 notifications from their devices a day. That's a lot of distractions, and I know that I get way more than that in a day. When it comes to technology, notifications are the number one culprit for distractions. That pleasing little ping sound that chimes from your phone is really hard to resist. And when it goes off once every few minutes, it turns from just an annoyance into a dangerous barrier between you and your goals and productivity and happiness. So what can you do about it? There are several things you can do to better manage the notifications you're getting across all your devices. Here are just a few things you can do to manage your notifications effectively. Review your notifications. Start by deleting any apps that you don't need that are pushing notifications to you, both on your phone and your computer. Then cut back on unnecessary notifications. Think about What apps are on your devices that are sending you notifications that you don't really need? Maybe you want to keep those apps, but the notifications are just distractions and unnecessary for you. Once you identify those notifications, turn them off. It's usually very easy to do this by going into the notification settings on your phone or your computer and turning off notifications for the apps that you don't need. Then you can centralize notifications. Are you getting notifications for one app or program or platform on multiple devices? Uh, A notification for a single text message on three devices or a Slack message? If so, you might want to just choose which device you'd prefer to receive notifications on and then turn off notifications on all of the other devices. Yet another thing you can do is pause notifications during work or important personal or family hours. So for the remaining notifications that you'd like to keep, turn them off during important times in the day when you don't want to be interrupted, such as the first several hours of each workday and in the evening when you're with family. The Do Not Disturb feature on your phone and computer makes it easy to turn off all notifications temporarily with just one tap. My third tip for today for managing distractions is to make your desktop a place of calm and focus. If you work on a computer, the chances are that the place where you're supposed to get work done has eventually turned into what can look like a war zone filled with potential distractions from notifications to guilty pleasure websites like Instagram, YouTube, and Yahoo, and tons of windows and tabs that you keep open. And when you have all of that visual clutter in front of you, it can be very distracting and hard to stay focused. Fortunately, there are several different ways to manage your desktop more efficiently and transform it from being a place of constant distraction into a sanctuary for your work and goals. For example, you can install a website blocker. A website blocker gives you the ability to block those dangerous digital vices like Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, whatever site you tend to go to more than you should or at times when you shouldn't. 
You can use website blockers to block those sites entirely or for a certain amount of time or at certain times each day, thereby putting the control back into your hands. There's lots of different blockers out there, but uh, Freedom, Focus Me, and Leech Block are a few of my favorites. Both Freedom and Focus Me allow you to restrict access to any site you choose whenever you choose. So, for instance, you could block access to Facebook during the workday or block access to your favorite stock checker or news sites for the first five hours of the day. However you decide to do it, if there's a site like that that is a constant source of distractions for you, consider blocking it using a website blocker. And lastly, I suggest that you try using what are called micro-rewards as a system to help reduce distraction and to motivate you. This is another deceptively simple and useful tip. Micro-rewards are useful for reducing distractions for the same reason that pre-planning your day helps to keep you focused. They provide extra motivation to stay focused. A great example is Warren Buffett's daily practice of eating dinner every day at the same restaurant. Now, I know during COVID, we're not eating at restaurants, but you know this is something he's been doing at a long time. And you can adapt it for your own preferences and lifestyle. But what Warren Buffett has done is to eat dinner at the same restaurant for years, a local steakhouse in his hometown of Omaha, Nebraska. Every day, he orders the same thing. Again, it might not be for your diet, but what he has every day is a rare T-bone steak with a double order of hash browns and his well-known favorite cherry Coke. What's special about this and what makes it a micro-reward is that Buffett only eats there if he finished what he had set out to do for that day. In this way, he's motivated each day to accomplish his daily goals. This kind of micro-reward practice allows us to be more productive because when distractions rear their nasty little heads, we're reminded of what we're working towards and are therefore less likely to become distracted. Think about it. What's your micro-reward? You might not want to eat a a T-bone steak every day for dinner, but chances are there's some other kind of micro-reward you can set up for yourself to encourage yourself to stay focused each day and to stave off those constant distractions and temptations. It doesn't have to be anything large or expensive or time-consuming. Even something as simple as earning your morning Starbucks the next day or a glass of wine at the end of the week, time to read or play games or watch an episode of your favorite show or spend time with friends or family, they're all great ideas that could provide sufficient motivation. You just experiment and know yourself. Now think about what you like and enjoy doing and craft a micro-reward that excites you and encourages you to stay focused throughout your day. Then, when you've hit your goal for that day, let yourself enjoy your reward and use that as a motivation to stay focused moving forward. And there's no need to limit this to once per day. As long as the micro-rewards are small and don't interfere with getting your work done, you can use several of them a day. Constant distractions don't just make you less productive. They literally whittle away the precious minutes of your life and your life energy. Don't let distractions rule over you. Instead, you can use the pointers I gave today and everything else on our website and podcast to take command and manage those distractions with these tips and strategies. 
Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the Technology for Mindfulness podcast with me, Robert Plotkin. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on four tips for managing distractions in work and life. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share the episode with your friends. And don't forget to also check out our blog at technologyformindfulness.com for information and tips about how to be more focused, productive, creative, and happy using technology. And sign up for our mailing list to receive a free guide on how to find balance and manage your technology use with mindfulness. I'm Robert Plotkin, and I'll join you next time on the Technology for Mindfulness podcast with Dr. Jeff Gusky.